What is up, everybody? Welcome to Jeff Needs Sports Live. Um, it's been a minute, but uh, you know, I hope everybody's having a good summer. Hope everybody's enjoying the NBA playoffs. But uh, it's that time of year. It's uh, it's hot as hell in Ohio right now. Um, we're, we're getting to that point where the juice is starting to flow, and it's uh, it's football season. I can't lie. So what we're gonna do tonight is uh, this is gonna be kind of my college football kickoff you know for the for the preseason i'm going to try and you know you know build up the content as the preseason goes and um you know th this is going to be a hard one to top i got i got a star-studded cast and uh, what we're going to do to what we're going to do today what we're going to do for this show is we're just going to talk about the kind of some of the biggest overall questions going into the 2021 college football season so with me tonight i got chris lebron uh president of the off-ball network uh leader um of the troops and um you know host of the off the ball podcast uh thanks for coming on tonight chris thanks for having me on i'm excited to be on this with all with all the crew you know can't wait to chop it up with you guys with this one yeah we appreciate it man. I, I we got jp uh we got justin payton um our youtube uh you know um guru uh for the off the ball network right now he's doing you know constant updates and he's he's been on all kinds of shows too i don't think he's got i, I don't think uh, jp's got his own podcast yet but we all know that that's not far away but uh he's he's been a guest on everybody's show he's doing a great job for the network right now uh, jp thanks for coming on man Hey, thank y'all for having me, man. Man, this is just a beautiful hat right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for the listeners, but we'll get into it though. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're doing great. So for the listeners, JP's wearing a Clemson hat. He, he lives in the beautiful state of South Carolina, but there's no animosity here, man. Th things are going good. And then, of course, we've got the uh, the one, the only Couch Coach Live to join me tonight. Um, my, uh, I don't know, man. He's just he's my unofficial partner. Sometimes my official right. partner, man. Uh, Couch Coach Live, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm good, man. Once again, um, glad to be with everybody, man. It's going to be a great show. And, um, yeah, man. Go Tar Heels. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's what I'm talking about. We're ready. Hit every team here. <laughs> and, then it, and then we got we got a true one of one uh vice president of the off the ball network host of the up in flames podcast the one the only mo murphy is in the house what up mo hey what's going on jeff you know the the fellow buckeye fan of the network uh i thought i was the most diehard then i met jeff and i met jay and i'm like ah i gotta run for my money on who's the biggest ohio state fan but you know, I just can't wait to talk college football. It's it's just that time. It's so far, but it's so close. We can smell the the, the college football kickoff. NFL preseason starts next week, so I'm I'm just ready to talk a little bit. Yeah, this is crazy, man. That's that, and that's why we're doing this. Like I said, we're just gonna we're gonna go over some just overall questions. Basically, here's what we're doing. We're just we're just priming the pump. We're getting the juices rolling. You know what I mean? Like get get people thinking about it. The uh, you know NBA players are gonna be over here in a couple weeks, and we we're gonna transition hard because uh. You know, it's it's going to go quick. Like the NBA playoffs are going to end, and then college football season is going to be upon us uh, for sure. So um, let's we'll just we'll just start it off here. I just I, I gave you guys some questions. We put them in order. You guys throw out anything you want there, viewers. You know, you know, throw out anything you want. Obviously, listeners, you're catching this later, but feel free to tweet us or or get a hold of us at the Off the Ball Network and and let us know what your biggest questions are for the season too. So uh, first up, I just threw this out there. Uh, you know, Alabama won the championship last year in dominant fashion. Had a great season in a weird year but they truly had a magnificent season um you know they lost they lost their quarterback they lost like i think they got four starters coming back um but here's the thing about alabama they got nine i think nine defenders coming back off a pretty athletic pretty good defense so my basically my question is 
It's it's a two-parter. It's a trick one. Is Bryce Young just another plug-and-play quarterback for Bama? Can he step in and and keep this uh, this monster rolling? And 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 for my man, for my man Chris, we'll start off with him. Can Miami ruin their season right right off the rip? So Chris LeBron, let's start with you. And you, yeah. you can you can just let us have it, bro. I'm seeing people laughing and smirking, and you know. I'm and not at all. Everyone thinks that Alabama, this is the almighty Alabama. They're just going to run through Miami, blah, blah, blah. And I'm here to say it could happen. It could happen. But, you know, this, this ain't, if this was Alabama last year, maybe we're, maybe I'm in agreement that this, you know, we might get run through. I, this, this, this ain't the same Alabama. They lost a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. Only four guys coming back on offense, and one of them is not a quarterback. They lost their receipt most of the receiving core. You lose offensive linemen, like, and, and you're talking game one. Um, you know, and Miami's got a pretty good team coming back, and let's hope De'Ari King is healthy. Um, I, I keep saying that if he, you know, was coming into the season 100% healthy, I would really have a lot of confidence. But um, let's put it this way: I don't want to play Miami game one. You know, if I had the choice, it, it's going to be a, a closer game than what people are are imagining because everyone is just assuming it's Alabama and they're going to run through us. Like you said, they got a, you got a new quarterback, you know, you got a new group of receivers, you know, it's, this is, you know, defense is not the same. I know Miami, you know, Derek King's coming from the ACL, but even I just trust the quarterback room, even if he's not a hundred percent, you know, they got Garcia, Jake Garcia, who they got from, from California. He was supposed to go to USC and he winds up flipping and going to Miami. You know, uh, they got a really good quarterback room. I like I like the offensive line. It's getting better. You know, we got our own Zion that's, you know, could be a potential first-round pick. He's a beast, six foot seven, 300. He's built like Zion, you know. So, and, you know, I know the defense may need some work, but we got some dogs in the secondary, you know. So I, I, think, I think this game is going to be closer than when people think. Like, uh, I'm obviously, you know – um, we should lose, but I think it's going to be a closer game than what people think. So I got a, I got a lot more optimism than most Miami fans going into this game. <laughs> you know, so but I, I'm ready. I, I think uh, we could compete with them. You know for sure. Nice, JP. Uh, I don't. What do you think about Bryce Young in Alabama this year? Um, you know, Bryce Young is a willing dual threat quarterback, you know, six foot, 194 pounds. The problem with Alabama, like um, Chris said, they don't have a lot of offensive stars on disposal like they had last year, losing receivers and losing um, on off- a couple offensive linemen too as well. But, you know, Bryce Young, um, he was able to regularly demonstrate his ability to elude defenders and extend plays out too as well. And if he able to add a little bit more maturity, I think he could be a breakout star. Um, and he, you know, definitely can step into the and fulfill in those shoes at the quarterback position. Um, you know, with Matt Jones being gone to the NFL and everything, I think Nick Samuel will get him prepared and get him ready for it uh, against Miami. Um, that's going to probably going to be a really good matchup with him versus King. If King will come back healthy and everything, I think that'd be a really good matchup. I can't wait for that matchup to begin. I think it'd be a closer game. Um, it would probably be a lot of pressure on Bryce Young just because you know. Alabama, you're going to have a lot of pressure on you to go to the national championship and try to be in the playoffs and try to have a winning season. Um, but he'll he'll definitely um, he'll definitely um, fill in those shoes and um, you know hopefully he can be a breakout star this year. I got him, you know, 
you know, later on when we talk about Heisman favorites, he'll probably be in the top five, I think. Oh, I wow. Think, I think he'll definitely – I think he'll definitely uh, be a uh, impact this season for Alabama. Oh, nice. Couch coach, what do you think about what do you think about Bryce Young in Alabama this year? Any any uh, any any slip? Alabama's a well-oiled machine. And the thing with no. Alabama, like you said, it's just such we always gonna have these conversations every year where they lose pro talent. And this this happens all the time. They always lose their core group to the NFL, either it's the 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 wide receiver room, the defensive <laughs> line room, linebacker, every position they're there. And I think Bryce Young. Um, as uh, JP was saying, pretty much a dual threat guy. Um, he's already kind of played big time football playing at Martin Day. So I think, like you said, and I, I, I definitely think it's just going to be um, all systems a go. I think it's something about Nick Saban is the weirdest thing where it's like he, it's like it's no let off with him. Like as far as there's never a drop off in any positions where you when you sit there and you think about it, where it's just like he is like. Alabama feel like they have a chip on their shoulder and they should be the one that shouldn't have a chip on their shoulder in a bizarre yeah. or strange way. Yeah. But um, Miami definitely has a legitimate shot. Um, I think Miami is, you know, they have a legitimate shot to to play Alabama. Like, I don't think it's going to be like a, a blowout, what have you. And plus, it's the first game of the season. It's just one of the things where it's going to be kind of a fill-out game. And Miami got a shot. Absolutely. Mo Murphy, what do you think? Bryce Young in Alabama. Any slips? Yes, uh, 100% a slip. Uh, I, we, we won't go too far. We'll, you know I go to. I don't know if Bama makes the college football playoff this year. Um, okay. They don't have the chump schedule that they usually have. They start off with Miami. De'Eric King is probably, if healthy, projected a, to expect to be a top five quarterback this year. Um. You know, so you have to face with a new quarterback. That's always the toughest thing. Obviously, we'll get into our team later, but with a new quarterback, you face Miami. Then you go play Mercer. So let's say you lose to Miami. That that shakes up. That's a whole different type of season. You play Mercer. Then you go play Florida. Then they play in Southern Miss. Then they go play Texas A&M. They don't have the first six weeks that we're used to seeing where they play the Vanderbilt and the lesser of the SEC and then their scrub teams. They don't have that this year. And so with everything that they're they're lacking, I mean, of course, they got five-star receivers as freshmen. Uh, you know, they have Jamison Williams, who transferred, obviously, from Ohio State. And, you know, Bryce Young has a little bit of experience. But, bro, the, the this is the most vulnerable Alabama probably will be for a few years. And all the pressure is on Bryce Young because you got to yeah. think about it. Uh, we're used to seeing the plug and play quarterbacks, AJ McCarrens and uh, Greg, um, wh- whatever his name is. I, f- I, f- I can't even remember McElroy. his name. McElroy. 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 I thought it was McElroy, but then I was like, is that the golf? Yeah, they got that. Greg McElroy. Can you believe yeah. Greg McElroy got drafted? Yo? But then you look <laughs> at now, now they have first round quarterbacks getting drafted. Tua yeah. goes in the first round, top five. Mac Jones goes 14th, you know, goes in the top 15 the past two years. So, like, the expectation is a first. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, obviously, you know, he left and went to Oklahoma, but he still was a quarterback drafted in the second round. So now mm-hmm. quarterback play is actually looking like it's on the upside for Alabama. So it seems like there is no more plug and play. So I think all the pressure is on Bryce Young to be good day one. And I don't care what you do in camp. You can sound great, man. It changes when you get on that field. You know, we have camp practice superstars. But I think all the pressure, and I do think they take a dip yeah. because they don't have the cupcake schedule 
it, that we're used to them seeing where they play one or two of the top SEC teams and then face the other one in the SEC championship. Like they play Florida pre SEC championship this year. So I think their schedule is very key and that's something to look out for because there's some hungry teams that they have to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah, to wrap it up, to wrap it up, that's kind of how I feel. Is that I don't think Alabama is going to be bad, but I do think that they can be got this year. And I do think that, like Mo touched on it, the quarterback play matters more at at every school, which includes Alabama more than any. So, you know, we know this kid's going to be good for sure. Like they don't they don't recruit chumps, but any any slippage. And then that's all it's going to take in that SEC because it's going to be tough this year uh, with the other schools. So I don't I don't necessarily think that Alabama's worse, but I think they're in a in a more vulnerable situation if that makes makes any sense. And I got to say, as far as the Miami game, you know, we're starting the uh, Miami game, the the first game of the year. The other team will have a better quarterback, Re- mm-hmm. regardless. I mean, I'm not saying Bryce Young won't be great, but. Game one, uh, Miami's got a better quarterback, so anything can happen. All right, yeah. we'll move on here. Uh, I, I, I'll set this up for JP later. I'm gonna let him go last. So let's. We're just gonna do it randomly here. Couch coach, couch coach live. Uh, yeah. Is Clemson still a playoff team with DJ? Absolutely. Like I will not. I, mean, I will not embarrass him by trying to say his name. I apologize, DJ. Yeah. David John. <laughs> Basically, um, but I'm, but, yeah, say. I, but yeah, but Clemson. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I um, even in the short period of time he played last year, he did pretty good. I think even in that, yeah. even in that Notre Dame game when they lost. He did pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing about that team, they're another like Alabama. They don't, they don't, they they don't rebuild. They reload. Um, they got guys all over the place. Um, you think about, I think about guys like um, Justin Ross. You know, he'll be back. Um, other guys like EJ Williams. Other guy. I mean, that that team is stacked defensively. They're another one where they you get rid of the whole defensive line. They back at it. They got guys, and you know they got nine nine defensive deep. starters coming back. As that De- Debo Sweeney coined the phrase, "We too deep." And once again, that same phrase both true in twenty twenty one. They're definitely yeah. a formidable foe for my Tar Heels, and yeah, huh. Mm. <laughs> Mo Murphy, what do you think about Clemson? What do you think about Clemson this year? They all right? Yeah, I think they have. I-, I think they'll be fine. We've seen a little bit from them, uh, obviously last year. In a big game, I know they lost, um, but that's a tough first start for anybody as a freshman. Like when you come in, don't expect to play, and you get played. You have to play the biggest game of y'all season and played great. Like that's the one thing everybody's not, or I won't say everybody, but people aren't realizing he played great. Like he, he looked like he he could he could have you know took place for Trevor Lawrence and possibly still played the same way, won the same games that they won. And, you know, like they still the way they lost to Ohio State, he could have led them that same way. I know they lost to Notre Dame and we have the if Trevor Lawrence, but it wasn't the offensive that was the problem. It was the defense. You know, they they let up, what, 40, 40 plus points that doesn't fall on the quarterback when he throws for four touchdowns and does his job. Trevor Lawrence even could have did that. I guess we just expect him to have six touchdowns. But I do think they're going to be another national championship favorite. Um, they don't have as cupcake of a schedule as normal either because you have to look at they're going to be playing, you know, I think they play Miami this year and another quarterback who could be better going into that game uh, in De'Aaron King. And then they have what? The cream of the crop quarterback that they'll have to play uh, against North Carolina. I expect yep. them if they don't play them in the regular season, I definitely expect them to see them, um, 
you know, in the ACC championship, I think out of those three teams, I think any team could win it. And you talk about Sam Howell, he might be the best quarterback in the country. Uh, I think he's like the Heisman favorite. He's he's the draft's favorite right now uh, coming into the season. So they don't have that cupcake schedule either. The ACC to me is not weaker. It's, it's starting to get stronger. Recruiting is starting to get better around the ACC. And so there, it's not going to be an easy road. And I think if they do make it look like an easy road, it's just because DJ is that good and Clemson just remains to be still miles ahead of miles ahead of everybody when it comes to recruiting and everything like that. Like they they still are ahead, but I think the gap is closing because Miami's coming. Uh North Carolina, at least they have this year with Sam Howell. I do expect them and their recruiting is, is getting crazy too. They have a top five recruiting class. So the, the gap is lessening in the ACC, and we expect Florida State to come up at some point. Uh, they're not going to, you know, they're a traditional powerhouse. They're not going to stay down for forever. So, But I do think Clemson would be my favorite coming out of the ACC, and that would just be betting on the safe side. You have to. Yeah. Dabo's done it before. Clemson does it before, and like Couch said, they don't rebuild, they reload. So we know yeah. they're still loaded everywhere. How about you, Chris LeBron? Let's talk about, let's talk about your, your ACC. What, what do you think about Clemson? <laughs> I mean, they gave us a bow whooping last year, so I, I uh, no, I, they're still going to be in contention. You know, uh, they still have a lot of good weapons and all that. You know, uh, they got that um, was that defensive tackle they got a few years ago who was the number one player in the country. The defense, oh, he's pretty good. So they, JP, will tell us all about it. Yeah, like they, they still got a lot of talent. So I mean, obviously they're they're the cream of the crop right now. Obviously UNC's up there too, but. You still got to get through Clemson, you know, no matter a quarter, new quarterback or not. The kid DJ, he, he's – and I'm not going to try to say his name either because I can't because it's it's still tough. And, and, I, and I watched him since QB1, and I still can't say his name. So I won't bother, but he, he's talented. He's going to have another year under, you know, in the system. Now he knows he's the guy, so that helps him out too, right? You have that confidence knowing this is your team. So who go into the ready to go? And they're still the cream of the properties. Everyone's trying to beat Clemson. You know, everyone's trying to an ACC. You know, like you said, North Carolina has had a pretty good recruit. As you know, Mac Brown has has got that team. You know, looking really good. And like you said, got some good recruiting classes in the future. You know, uh, but see what they do with Sam. You know, uh, in, in his last year before he gets goes to the draft. But Clemson's the cream of the crop. I mean. It, it, they like it's like Alabama too. Like they just retool. Like yeah, they, the, they the, have the experience, but they're still going to be the favorites to go undefeated and you know uh, possibly in the playoffs. So you know it all stops with them. You know you know we got to try to beat them. The top four or five teams, like the the recruiting, is just off the charts. All right, JP, man, how, how, how your Clemson Tigers going to be? The Clemson's look good, you know, like you said, um, in terms of the, you know, in terms of people coming back, nine defensive players coming out, especially the two defensive line tackles and everything. And also they were turning five starters too as well. Justin Ross, that's the problem for Clemson last year. They didn't have him really much the whole season. So since he's back and fully healthy, he's definitely going to be making an impact. DJ is actually really good. You know, I watched him in a couple of games last year, like they mentioned. He actually shows a lot of talent, got really good arm strength, can read the zone weed really well, can run into the open field, 6'5", 200-something pounds, like a big top of dude. They compelled him with Demarcus Wilson, like in college, not the Oakland Raiders. Because, man, you can eat yourself out of McDonald's right now with that. 
ridiculous right now. But, um, you know, they, they're going to be a really good duo. I also love the running back that was the backup for Travis Etienne. He definitely shows a lot of potential to be really good. And, you know, the defense, you know, the Skalaski person from uh, the Skalaski person at linebacker definitely coming back. So they, they're a really good powerhouse, and, you know, they'll probably be the best team out of ACC, even though Miami is probably going to give us, like, a really good competitive one and also Sam Howell and USC. I'm not really worried much about UNC as much as everybody is, you know, even though Sam Howell is the, the best quarterback in the country. I'm not really worried about Sam Howell, but he'll put up numbers, but I, don't, I think Clemson will get him at the end of the day. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I mean, we're definitely going to be in the college uh, football playoffs, definitely. Um, there's a lot of pressure on DJ, I would say. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, you're coming out of the Trevor Lawrence uh, era. Well, you know, they thought of him as like this. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson. And the thing about Clemson that I like is that they are very adjustable. Just like Alabama, they're adjustable with their quarterbacks. Like Deshaun Watson was, you know, like one throw – Trevor Lawrence was more of a thrower. He could run the football if he wanted to. And then now you got this DJ guy that probably do more running than throwing, even though he has a, a big uh, power with his arm. So they'll they can they'll definitely be adjustable, but I think they'll be a you know a college football playoff team if they keep themselves consistent and win. Yeah, as far as far as Clemson goes, um, I, th- I think they're really good. I, th- I agree with parts of everything you guys said that um, I agree with Mo that the ACC is a little better, which means like a slip up can count more. Uh, I think DJ looked great last year. He's obviously a big time recruit, one of the one of the best in the country when he when he came out. So I think Clemson. <coughs> still at the top of the ACC, but I'm not as confident as I was, you know, three years ago. So that, that's that's where we're at on Clemson. Agree, agree. And we don't play them either, so that's even better. Oh, you and, don't? Okay, and, so that's huge. I am, and this is what I, uh, this is why I feel kind of, you know, confident with this year for Miami is the schedule is relatively, you know, it's not – obviously Alabama, you start off week one. But after that, I mean, the next toughest game would be Carolina. And obviously, we know what Carolina did to us last year. They 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 put us in the wood chipper, you know. They they gave it to us. <laughs> but you know, so that's if we can, uh, if we don't beat Alabama, but if we could come out and beat UNC, it wouldn't shock me if we get to the ACC championship. You know, I mean, that's any, any, anything can happen. I, I don't see near as many undefeated teams. Our non-conference was pretty oh, tough too. Like, I mean, our first three games it's Alabama, Appalachia State, and Michigan State. You know, that's rough. I mean, that's a real, that's I mean, a real that's schedule. Pretty tough. That's yeah. tougher than what El- whatever Alabama go. They play. I think they play uh, DeVry University some weeks. Alabama, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> University of Phoenix, week ten. So at least we're playing some teams not out of conference. You know. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so this is why I got accepted there. So I don't want to give them too much land. But. <laughs> so next. Next up, you know, I do the Buckeye remix and everything. I'll have plenty to talk about this subject. We don't have to dwell on it, but it is honestly one of the biggest questions in the country when you're talking about the national champion runner-up and they lose one of the best quarterbacks, I think probably the best quarterback they ever had. Um, Who's going to be quarterback one for Ohio State this coming season? Um, Honestly, if you guys know, you you tell me because there is they are tight lipped around Columbus about um, who's going to be the starter next year. So on this one, I'll let Mo go last. So uh, you know what? We'll start with JP here. 
you have like you, you don't have to have a lot of insight on it, man. Not a lot of pressure. You have any opinion on who's going to be quarterback one for high state, or does it matter? Um, I know that they've been talking about CJ Stroud being very impressive, you know, um, in practice and all that. So I figured that they're probably going to be he's probably going to be the successful, uh, the successor to uh, Justin Fields. Um, Ohio State, you know. I mean, they're going to be really good this year. Um, the running back is back because uh, Trey Bolton, that had that freaking breakout like season in the playoffs. He's gone. No, no, yeah, he he's, left. He's gone. Oh, he left. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Uh, our, starting, our starting running back's probably going to be a redshirt freshman. Yeah. Well, um, I, I thought I thought he was still there, man. My apologies, mm-hmm. but um, I think he'll probably end up being like the starter for them, and um, it's probably going to be looking tough for him because you know it's going to be rebuilding and everything for Ohio State. But they're still going to be one of those powerhouses that you have to watch out for. You can't really take them, you can't really take them lightly or anything. You have to really like play your game against them. So I think CJ will probably be the next quarterback. Couch Coach Live, any opinion on the high state quarterback situation? I'm, I'm with JP. I'm gonna roll with the the uh, the pride of Rancho Cucamonga, California. Your boy CJ Stroud, and yeah, man, he was shot. Yeah, I think I think he's I think he's an odd man. I think an odd man. I think he's gonna be there. But I've heard a lot about Cal uh, McCord. He's the your yeah. your early your um your January enrollee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard was, good things about yeah. him too, and then also Jack Miller as well. So uh, my mm-hmm. money's on CJ Stroud. Me too. Fair enough. Chris LeBron, do you do you care? He's like, I got another four months to listen to this. I, it does not matter. Good luck. That's all I would say is good luck, guys. <laughs> I told them all that Michigan's beating Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State versus Michigan. We know that's going to go. You know, uh, you guys are going to be in it, so, you know, I'm not going to – it is what it is. All right. The president of Ohio State University. Look, guys. We're still better. We're still better, so. It's been, yeah, it's been I, 19 years. I'm still better. That's that's fine. All right, Mo, just between us, man, who's 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 QB1? So, I th- this is the most interesting quarterback conversation, and it's not even about – it is about who starts this year, first off. I think C.J. Stroud is the leader, just like they do right now. Mm-hmm. But I think Ohio State has to play it. Kyle McCord will not be the starter. I would almost stamp and guarantee that. And that's because he's a true freshman, and mm-hmm. they have the number one quarterback in the country coming in next year. You will not have the number one quarterback in the country coming and start a true freshman. I don't think it'll happen. So mm-hmm. I think it's between C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller because if your true freshman is starting, then you have him basically for the next three years. That's your preparation. So yep. Quinn Ewers has to be that great. He has to be better than advertised to take over the starting job, especially if they reach a national championship or whatever with whoever the starting quarterback is. You don't just, oh, yeah, we're back to quarterback competition when you have him for another two to three years. So yeah, I think it's enough. C.J. Stroud. And, you know, Jeff, I talked about this with you and Jay. I think the loser of the battle out of C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller ultimately transfers after this season. I think they leave because of how they're looking, where they have obviously them three at Ohio State now, Quint Ewers coming, and they're, they're, they're wanting to get on um, Peyton Manning's nephew, Arch Manning. 
I'm not Ooh. saying they'll get him, but they want him. They they he's going to visit. Regardless of what you say, Chris, he's going to visit Ohio State. He's going to Ohio State to visit this summer. Whether you like it or not, he's going to Ohio State and Notre Dame. So they have interest in him. So it, if I'm a quarterback like Jack Miller and I'm like, I couldn't even beat out CJ Stroud, how am I gonna beat out the next two years top quarterbacks in the country? So that's why I think it gets interesting because it's either guy who wins the starting job just a plug and play for a year until Quinn Ewers gets there. But I do think ultimately it's CJ Stroud. And because Jeff, we can say stuff like this on your show. Isn't it crazy that CJ Stroud was the number one uh, pocket passing quarterback and Jack Miller was the the better dual threat quarterback? And you <laughs> it is weird. Isn't it? Like that yeah, was weird. Familiar. Like CJ Stroud looks like the dual threat and he's the pocket passer. And Jack Miller, the white guy is the dual threat quarterback. I've always thought that was weird. Yeah, I so yeah, we'll I'll talk about it more this summer. As of now, I think it's Stroud. Yeah, just going from the spring game, he looked the part. He carried himself well. Um, the the team looked like they responded to him as if he's a starter. Um, you know, he he does everything that I love in a quarterback. As far as Ewers coming next year, if he if he comes in with that mullet, um, I've got some serious reservations about him. But we're gonna worry about that in a year. As as of now, I'm not I'm not ordering the Ewers jersey, which I will be allowed to order, by the way. Uh, as of now, so I'm real. I'm I'm going with Stroud. If it's not Stroud, you know, I'll back whoever it is. But um, you know, that that's all there is. That's all there is for that for now. All right, all right, Coach, it's your turn. Um, We'll let you. Go. We're gonna let you go last on this one. Next question is: Sam Howe can he win the Heisman? Um, we'll start with Mo. We'll go back to Mo. Can Sam Howe win the Heisman? Can he? Yes. Uh, I think he's the Heisman favorite. Him or Spencer okay, that's Rattler? I ask. Yeah, him. Him and my him and Spencer Ooh, Rattler are like my. I lose, I lose. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're back. Oh, okay. Him and Spencer Rattler to me are the two Heisman favorites, especially when I talk about quarterbacks. So can he? Yes. Do will he? I think so. Like I, I think he really might. It doesn't take coming from a team like North Carolina. It doesn't take undefeated season, ACC champion to to win the Heisman. One or two losses, you know, ten and two this season. The stats are there. Touchdowns, yards. You you wowed the NFL world also. Because that does matter when we talk about Heisman is how did you wow the NFL world? It does seem to matter more than ever. Lately, I don't have a whole at Heisman least lately. Show, it does. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about the Heisman candidates in a little bit. So I think I think he he definitely can. Um, and I, he really might just because he has all the hype. And he is as good as advertised. Like, he yeah. is that great. So it's like I very well can see him, especially because you don't look at North Carolina in the same light as like Clemson. Like, there's more to it than stats and, and wow in the NFL world when you're the Clemson quarterback. If you're not competing for the college football playoff, you're not winning the Heisman. Like, the Heisman winner is not coming from Clemson, not in the playoffs. Same for That's Ohio State, point. same for Alabama. So I think he has less pressure on the win column. I think he can go and give up a game or two, be 10-2, and two, even play in the ACC championship and ultimately possibly get blown out. It could happen. Or they could win, which would even build his case even more. But I do think he, him and Spencer Rattler, I think, have the biggest chances. And that's because you have to look at the expectation of those schools. Obviously, Oklahoma be on the outside looking in. So they have less to work with on the winning column as opposed to whoever the guy is at Ohio State if he has a chance, if DJ has a chance at Clemson. Like, it doesn't come down to wins and losses with those guys. And I think Sam Howell, like, I do think he's going to be 
a great quarterback this year, and I think all eyes will be on him, and he'll be a reason to watch uh, North Carolina football once again. So, yeah, I do. Can he? Yes. And I won't say he's 100%, but he's my Heisman favorite. Okay. J- JP, Sam Howe, can, can is he your favorite to win? We won't, we won't do our Heisman race yet, but how do you feel about Sam Howe? Yeah, he's a possible candidate to win the Heisman. Um, you know, just out of the Roy Williams retirement, because North Carolina always been a basketball school, and seeing a football team coming up and getting into the ranks and going against Texans at A&M last year in the Orange Bowl, they didn't get the job done, but, you know, that was really impressive what North Carolina has done. Um, last year, he threw 3,586 yards, 30 touchdowns to seven interceptions in 2020. And I seen him, you know, firsthand, you know, on TV last year, and he's a really good quarterback. And, you know, a lot of questions going to be on him this year because a lot of eyes is going to be on him since he's going to be, since he's the eyes on favorite to win the Heisman. So he definitely have to get North Carolina into the win column. Um, are they going to be a playoff team? Now, I don't know. I feel like they're going to have trouble against Clemson because of that defense that Clemson has. But at the same time, he definitely can uh, put up the numbers and everything. I think he's one of the favorites to win the Heisman. I don't want to say he's the overall favorite, but he's one of the favorites. To can, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Can we stop emphasizing this Clemson defense? Can we please stop doing that? We talk about they return non-starters. That defense was terrible last year. It was one of their worst defenses. That we we've emphasized it like I three times. Ready for that conversation? That defense hey, was hey, bad. Hey, 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 I'm just saying we do emphasize like what, oh Sam Howell against the Clemson defense. That defense is not good. Like they I, I they gave up a bunch of points, a bunch of yards last year against a bunch of bums. Then they did it against Notre Dame in the regular season. Then you see what happened against Ohio State. That defense was they're returning starters on a defense that wasn't good. That's, that's, a, that's I just wanted that's to throw fair. that out there. That like, like we got to stop emphasizing Clemson's defense. Like they're returning a top tier defense of nine starters that are all going, you know, first and second round next year. It's not happening. Like it's a bunch of second, third, and ten six round picks on that defense next year. Once you're a tiger, you're always a tiger. <laughs> and I, I definitely, I definitely know they're gonna there, be a lot better than we'll, they were. We'll, we'll talking real we're spicy. Talking no, history, no, there's a there's a conversation. We're talking about history, bro. Last year. This is this year. We're gonna be a lot different. I'm this just year. saying, like we did emphasize the nine starters are coming back, and it's like nine starters are coming back off a bad defense. Like, like. That'd be like emphasizing yeah, nine starters well. from Ohio State's defense. Like Ohio State's defense was not that good last year, so it. it Oh, Ohio State. Like, I don't know. I just the Clem the whole like Sam Howell and how does De'Aaron King, how is he gonna face against Clemson's defense? Like, that's not the toughest defense. But Neither it, one of them are gonna Clemson's, face. Clemson's defense, like Venables does a good job of confusing quarterbacks and stuff like that. Like he ran into a bus all against he ran into a bus all against Justin last year, but Returning nine starters means something, but there is there's yeah, conversation. You know, it does mean something. When we get to the preseason rankings later in the summer, like there's a conversation there to be had. But this is about this is about Sam Howe. Uh, Chris yeah. LeBron. Uh, is Sam Howe the best quarterback in the country, and is he gonna win the Heisman? <laughs> You don't want yes. <laughs> this. This show, I knew this is going to be. Damn, this is an ACC show. I, I, I don't want to hear it. It feels like an ACC, you know. Is he the best quarterback in the country? I mean, I would say so. Yeah, I think he is the best quarterback. You know, his odds for the Heisman, too, are kind of 
kind of good right now too like betting odds plus 1400 I th- i'm just looking at it right now plus 1400 I, w- I wouldn't do it personally but those are good odds you know we- it feels like with the heisman it's always someone that kind of comes it's been like a guy who comes out of the blue you know yeah. like, like joe burrow a few years ago you know we've seen that you know Devonte smith last year but uh, his odds right now are good. I mean, there's some other guys, you know, JT Daniels and all that. So, yeah, I would say he's he's definitely the best quarterback. His Heisman odds are definitely high. The game against Notre Dame, to me, that's going to be his Heisman game. That and Miami yeah, could be his potential Heisman. But that Notre Dame game, you figure Notre Dame, maybe, you know, I haven't, I can't think of the schedule off the top of my head, but let's say they're on the feet of going to that game. That, that could be his Heisman game, you know. Everyone has that moment, and that could be his moment, you know, uh, beaten. And, you know, uh, so he definitely has a chance. I mean, he's definitely, what, top four, you know, favorite right now. You know, I'm looking at the odds right now. It was, you got Spencer Rattler, obviously. That's the darling right now. You know, there's always the guy who's the favorite, and then yeah. he never wins it. Yeah, yeah. He never yeah. wins the Heisman. So, like – the money, like it's a plus five fifty for Rattler to win the Heisman Trophy. I wouldn't even go near that because he's probably not going to win the Heisman. You know. Then you got DJ. I can't say his name. You know, he's he's up there too. Just you know, Bryce Young, Bama, obviously because their team stacked and all that. But you know, Derrick King still is up there. If he's healthy, he could have a nice year. You know, because you figure Miami, you know, may win ten games, but. I think Sam Howell, I mean, uh, he's, he's the projected, what, top five pick as of now. So he, he's definitely he's definitely probably – he's definitely the best, I think, right now in the ACC for sure. All right, Couch Coach Live, tell me why Sam Howell's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Well, part of my bias, national fellas. Championship. <laughs> and part, part of my bias, fellas. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think he will. Um, and even – and the weird thing about his sophomore season, he had somewhat of a slump. You think about his freshman year, he actually had 38 touchdowns and he broke Trevor Lawrence record for most touchdowns as a freshman quarterback. Um, I just look at from this, I just look at from the standpoint of, and this is Chris, Chris hit it on the head, October 30th, under lights, it's gonna be his Hasman game. That's that's it. Like that's gonna be the game. If every everybody's gonna tune in that game, that's a primetime game. And under the lights, yes, under the lights. Saying, that's his Heisman game. Halloween man. Eve, Halloween Eve. Be his Heisman game. And, yeah, and because yep. he's gonna put up stats against our, you know, the competition that we got. Like we got Warford, Yay! NC State, we got Duke, <laughs> we got those. So he'll put up those numbers, and people will see that. And it's like as, as our guy Stephen would say, empty calorie. You have empty, a lot of empty calorie stat type of games, but that Notre Dame game is going to be. Crucial, yes. Like that's a three game stretch. That's a three game stretch. You play Florida State, then you play us, and then you play Notre Dame. Yep. So that's three game stretch. It's gonna be. It's gonna be on his Heisman potential. Yeah, and I definitely think he can win the Heisman. And um, and you said, and then I, you know, first week of December, we'll be in Charlotte playing JP's Clemson, and hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll have a gentleman's bet by that time, and at least and agree to a gentleman's bet. Maybe wings or money or anything, you know. <laughs> if there's a wing shortage, we may not be able to do a wings, but <laughs> but we'll we'll have a, some type of gentleman's bet by December. <laughs> so, so my final thoughts on Sam: How he's really good, and I think Mo brought up a great point that 
he can he can have a good season and win the Heisman. He doesn't have to have an unblemished season. He doesn't have to be perfect. He just has to. And it, and if he gets if he even looks good in a loss like this, he's one of these quarterbacks that they're going to give him mm-hmm. credit for looking good in a loss. Yeah. Like so, mm-hmm. and and that's nothing against him, but that this is how the voters work. I mean, if Alabama loses last year, Smith doesn't win the Heisman. That's just yeah. Plain and yeah. simple. Like, it's, yeah. it's, so they, they do judge players different. So I think right now Sam's the front runner uh, because of because of everything that you guys said. So uh, w- without a doubt. And uh, best of luck to the Targos this year. All right, let's right, we'll move on to another quarterback. It's quarterback every show, but this is what drives football now. Um, after what we saw last year, we, we know it was a weird game, the Oklahoma-Florida game last year. Uh, Florida guys sitting out. We talked about this. Oklahoma was on the upsurge or whatever, but uh, they they look great. Uh, Spencer Rattler had a had a really good you know first season. So here's a question: Can can Rattler take Oklahoma? And I don't even want to say to the playoffs because we've seen Oklahoma go to the playoffs in the Big Twelve. Can he take him to the national championship game? Um, we'll start with uh, JP. Can Oklahoma go to the national championship game behind Spencer Rattler? Oh, man, that's a tough question. You know, um, with Rattler being quarterback, you know, he's a really good quarterback. You know, credit to Lincoln Riley because he <laughs> produced so many great quarterbacks, Baker, Kyler, Jalen Hoods coming from Alabama. And now you got this kid, Spencer Rattler, with the fine performance beating down Florida last year. Um, they, they possibly have a chance, you know. Um, do I think they'll make it to the national championship? I don't think so. I think there's a bunch of I think there's some other teams that's better than Oklahoma a little bit. But I think that, you know, they can um show potential that they can make it to the college football playoff. But in terms of the championship, I'm just it's just stretching out a little bit. Cause they could be one of those teams that they'd be really good just one game and then another game, it just seems like they're just out of it. So I think Oklahoma has a chance, but I'm not entirely too sure. I don't think they'll probably make it to the national title, but Ratliff could be one of those top Heismans. If he performs really well this season under Lincoln Wildland, Lincoln Wildland proves that he's a really good coach um, for Oklahoma. So we'll just have to wait and see. Absolutely. Couch Coach Live, can Spencer Rattler go to the national championship game? Nah. Another no. 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 It's something something is weird up in – Something about the Big 12 gives me like it's they're gonna slip up, yeah. And I know I might allude to it, but I'm putting my stock on a team from Ames, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. and, and I, and we'll talk about them as a we'll allude to that on the second comment, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're gonna even survive the gun of the Big 12. Mo Murphy, I say yes. Uh, can he? Yes. Um, I think by that time, first off, we know what every team is, uh, especially if they reach the playoff. We'll know. I mean, if Oklahoma reaches the playoff, Spencer Rattler is one of the three best quarterbacks in the country. He will not be the worst quarterback in the playoffs. Um, And that that may not be a knock. If you are the fourth best quarterback, it might be all great. But I don't think if, if Oklahoma is in the playoffs, he will at least be one of the three best quarterbacks left in the playoffs. And at that point in time, my only concern would be on the backs of him, yes, but we do know when the Big 12 gets around and plays those SEC teams. I know Oklahoma had beat Ohio State in a regular season game once after losing the year prior, but people forget about that year prior. Um, so their defense is always a concern, but I think this is – when you really look at every team that, that would be your favorite, defense isn't necessarily the strong suit 
of a lot of these teams outside Alabama. We know what their defense usually is, but we've seen little drop-offs from Alabama the past few years as far as they do have a couple stars that go first round, but they don't have like top-tier defense performance. And so that wasn't even last year. That wasn't the story of the playoffs. Neither of those four defenses that were in the playoffs last year were really good from Ohio State to Clemson to Notre Dame to Alabama. Like, neither defense was really that good. It comes down to quarterbacks and weapons. And you talk about we, – we talk about Ohio State if we talk about duos and weapons and stuff. But you have to talk about Oklahoma too because they have Spencer Rattler and then they have Rambo. That might be the top duo because you know what the quarterback's going to be. Rambo's a hurricane. He did transfer. I lied. Well, then, that changes some things. I lied. He did transfer. Fact check me on that. I'm glad you rem- I go- I'm glad you did. But even still, like it's going to come down to quarterback play. It always does. I know that's kind of the name of the game in football, but I don't think there's going to be a dominant defense. And so if Spencer Rattler has come into his own, they're in the playoffs, I like them. I'm- I won't say they're a favorite, but I like them to match up against anybody, especially when we talk about touchdown for touchdown, point for point. That's Oklahoma's type of game. It, yep. If it's a defensive game, I count Oklahoma out. But if if Spencer Rattler's, you know, the expectation is it's a quarterback battle and it's an offensive battle, I think Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley and Spencer Rattler could ultimately get it done. So to get to the national championship, if they're up at that point in time, I do think they can because he could end up – they could be the two-seed or the three-seed if if they're, they are undefeated. I think they survive the, the Big 12 gauntlet, even though the Big 12 has gotten a lot better. Um, and not as much credit, but I, I do think they can get to the national championship, but I won't say they will. I won't put my stamp on uh, Oklahoma versus Ohio state national championship. (laughs) (laughs) Chris LeBron is, is, is is Rattler the real deal. I think he's the real deal. I mean, he obviously benefits from the conference, you know, not a lot of great defenses in that, but, uh, I think he, he's, uh, he's definitely has the talent. I don't, Oklahoma, they got to worry about Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State, I mean, they play them, I think, I think they play Iowa State and then they play Baylor to end the season. So, like, you know, if they end the season the way they did last year with a better start, then, you know, they'll definitely be in the playoff, you know, and all that. So, I I think Rattler has a lot of potential to, to be in – he's in the Heisman. He's in that Heisman race too in Oklahoma. You know, like you said, they still got some weapons and all that, but uh, they got to get over that hump. You know, it's hard to trust Oklahoma when you know. Yeah, we know they have the talent to get to the playoff. Now they got to get take that next step and actually. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you know, they're in that Notre Dame category. Like it's like, all right, you're good enough to make it, but now can you actually win a playoff game? I know it's not easy, but can you do it? You know and. Yeah. We'll see what happens this year in Oklahoma, but it's not going to be as easy as people think. I know their schedule is pretty easy, but, you know, those last two games, you know, uh, Baylor and Iowa State could be a slip-up. So, uh, Iowa State actually plays some defense. You know, they struggled early defense, and then they played really good late, and then I think they they won their bowl game, right? Uh, Oh, yeah. I think they played Oregon in the bowl game, and they beat Oklahoma played Florida. No, no, no. Coach's second favorite team. Yeah, Oregon. Yeah, they played Oregon. So um, <laughs> Iowa State is something, a team they need to, to worry about. I'm not worried about Texas. Texas is not – I don't trust Sarkeesian in Texas. He's way too many he, – he's like, he's like um, 
And he's like those retread coaches in the NBA that keep getting like Stan Van Gundy. Like, <laughs> he's just like, why? No success. No success. Like, this dude keeps getting jobs. Him ends and up back at, getting jobs. Ends up back <laughs> at Alabama as an jobs. assistant coach. Yeah, yeah. Like, Alabama, like, you, you, like, come on. We could be offensive coordinators in Alabama and look good. It's just, I think it's ridiculous that they went. You know, they didn't give Charlie Strong a real chance. That still, that still don't rub me wrong way how they they did Charlie. They set him up to fail. Like the minute they hired, they didn't want him to be the coach, but yet they hired him, and then like they wanted him fired after one year. So it's like, Texas, yeah, it's Texas, they're, they're still Texas. Meanwhile, they haven't won a national championship, and like they've won one in like sixty years. So they think they're, you know, they think because they're Texas that they're big and bad. Yet you know, they're, they're one of the middle of the pack. And, if you're in the University of Texas, and you're garbage. Like, oh, about Texas? No idea that the right. Texas animosity that a New can York just, City oh, kid has. Can oh. I just say one more thing about Rattler? Yeah, go ahead. My th- my biggest thing with Rattler: watch out if he doesn't win the Heisman. If he makes it to that Heisman ceremony and doesn't win, if you, it's it's a trend starting. The Heisman winner usually balls out. But yep. those guys that lose come in and play with chips on their shoulder and at least in that first playoff game have great performances. So yep. I think if Rattler is primed to play in the college football playoff and doesn't win the Heisman, I think he would have that. He comes into that game with that chip on his shoulder. You saw it with Justin Fields and Chase Young the one year. Like a lot of these guys who come in that second and third come and have monster games after to prove a point uh, that I deserve the Heisman. That makes sense. <laughs> so that I think sense. that would be something just but, from but, what I've Joe, seen. Joe Burrow and Devontae Smith did all right too. So, but like, we yeah. right, but, but but you also saw like like the year Derrick Henry won and Zeke didn't. What did he do? At monstrous games, like monstrous to show games. that I had to prove. Like a lot of those guys, they do have monster games. I'm not saying they end up winning the national championship, but all it would take is to him to have that chip on his shoulder and win that one game to say that he can make it to the national championship. So I would say that would be something to watch out for is these guys who get there and don't get it. It seems like that adds fuel to the fire for them to be able to play the next game, especially when they feel like they had just as even of a chance. Cause we know like guys run away with it based on our opinion, but you know, these players don't sit up there all next to each other and say, Oh yeah, he rightfully deserved it. He was 10 times better than me this season. That's not their mantra. Every guy up there makes a case, you know, building up to the ceremony of why they deserve it. So when another guy wins, it's like, okay, I'm going to show the world why it should have been me, especially when I think it'll be such a close race. I think this Heisman race will actually be a lot closer. I don't think we have a runaway favorite. We'll talk about that here in a couple of minutes. Um, my last thing on Rattler, I'm not as high on Rattler as a quarterback as a lot of people are. Um, not, not great size. Not that he's not good, but I don't, I don't see him as the type that can just take over any game at will. But I do think Oklahoma – if out, out after their first two losses were, I think at the end of the year they were top four team in the country without a doubt in my opinion. So if they can carry that over, they're going to have a great season. But I don't think the Spencer Rattler is near the quarterback. I don't even think his team may be really good, but I don't. I don't think he's top five quarterback in the country at the end of next year when we look at it, as far as as talent, not as as far as his team goes. So that's that's my last take on that. But we'll see. Um, the next one, uh, last year, you know, it was a big deal. Coastal Carolina, you know, making a run at it a few years ago. It was what, uh, Central Florida. Um, 
Does anybody we'll, – we'll just go around. Does anybody on here actually think the other five conferences have a shot to legitimately make the playoffs this year? Uh, we'll just go right around the horn here. Chris LeBron, can the other five make the playoffs this year in any circumstances? Can they make the playoff? But no. actual make the playoffs, what we've been hearing about all last year. Um, right now, probably the highest one looks like people are really high on Louisiana. That's the highest one. I mean, Louisiana kinda... beat Ohio. I mean, Iowa State last year. Yeah. So I mean, they have some momentum, but I, I just enough. An- yeah. I can't see it. Uh, what Cincinnati was in there too last year. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's got a good team. They got a good Cincinnati team. Cincinnati has a good team, but it's hard. You there's a lot of things that have to go. You have you need a lot of luck. You need <laughs> you need Miami to beat Alabama week one. You need Ohio State to go down, or you know, to one of the you know Twice. opponent, to, like, or or maybe you know get upset on at home against a lesser opponent. You know, Rutgers comes and beats Ohio. State. Like you need to come, you need a lot of things. Clemson to go down, a lot of things need to go your way for that to happen. So, if if we live in a world that all that happens, then yeah, but. I want to. Ch- That's like a one in a billion chance, you know. Yeah. So it, it'll be tough. Maybe if they expand the playoff, maybe they'll have a chance. But in this, we still got the four teams. I just don't see any team having a chance outside the Power Five. JP, any any chance for the any chance for the quote unquote little schools to make it? No, unfortunately, you know, Central Florida was undefeated that one year after turning their, you know, team around for being 0-13. We beat them that year, by the way, Fulman Paladins. Shout out to the Fulman Paladins being Central Florida. <laughs> and, uh, but um, they didn't have a chance. Cincinnati last year, like uh, Chris said, undefeated, didn't get a chance. Minnesota, uh, Cent- uh, Coastal Carolina, would love to see Coastal Carolina make it, but, you know, like he said, I mean, it, you have to have a lot of luck in order just to get into those uh, the college football playoff and all that. You have to have really big luck for it. So, yeah, no for me. No. Couch Coach Live, any chance? Cincinnati has a shot because they play Notre Dame. That's their, mm, that's their okay. one, level, one possibility. Mm. I look at that. But, the, okay, I'm follow me, guys. I'm going I'm to grasp with straws. <laughs> Army, they got Wisconsin, and it's based. It's gonna be predicated on Wisconsin success. And I think if Wisconsin is Wisconsin, it's, it's a, as I said, I'm, I'm grasping straws. Yeah, I'm grasping <laughs> straws. Don't 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 exhale, me, uh, Mo. No, <laughs> but I'm saying don't <laughs> breathe, Mo. No, I'm grasping straws. But Army it, it has a potential, and it's and it's predicated on the success of of Wisconsin. If they if, if if I'm looking at it, Wisconsin has a high profile when they play them. That is a potential. But that's grasping at straws. But yeah, I mean I, but Cincinnati is probably the most serious. Cincinnati is probably the most serious. They're more of a like a wild card sleeper. Like I wouldn't bet the farm on it. I would may put a five dollar bet on it and don't lose it. I mean, if I lose five dollars, that's that's snack money. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, they're 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 like a, they're like Drake in top twenty-five. I think they're like twenty. Salute to the they're like. I think they're like. I think they're like preseason, like maybe in the top twenty. Yeah, yeah they preseason no, top I mean, twenty. 
Yeah, I, I grasp that straws now. That's what I'm yeah, no, that's, no, that's fair. I hadn't <laughs> thought about that one. Um, Mo yeah. Murphy, any chance? There is zero chance. None. Under the four, <laughs> under the circumstance of four, there is no chance because of everything all you guys said is the reason why there is zero chance. Because y'all named every scenario that it has to go this way, it has to go that way. A two-loss non-conference champion Clemson would get in over an undefeated Coastal Carolina with a Heisman favorite quarterback. A a two-loss Oklahoma would have more of a chance of getting in than an undefeated. And the only team, the only team that I, and I, I agree with the Cincinnati, if I had to make, if I hot take of the year, I would say if there was a team that had a chance to be Cincinnati, but I still say there's zero chance. And because if Cincinnati beats Notre Dame, guess what? All it is is everybody saying Notre Dame ain't what we, Notre Dame is exactly what we thought they were. Cincinnati will not get the right respect for beating Uh, Notre Dame. I don't think so. Like, I don't think they'll get the respect. Now, had they had like previous years, they had Ohio state on the schedule or, and they beat Ohio state. Like, okay, now we have, now we have an argument. Ohio State doesn't lose, but these there's one loss conference champions and runner conference champ runner ups that are gonna have way more of a shot at being in considered this four team playoff as opposed to an undefeated coastal care. Last year was the prime year for them to be in because of how weird, how crazy, and how yeah. irregular the schedule was. If there was going to be a team to make it in that scenario, it would have been in that scenario. So I don't think there is no chance until we move to this 12-team uh, playoff that any any outside of the Power Five, it had to be Cincinnati or like Boise State has this amazing year and everything falls into place. But it's still going to have to fall. The dominoes are going to have to fall a lot more than you think because these teams can cough up these losses in the regular season and still win their conference championship. And you'll take mm-hmm. a two-loss, you know, yeah. Clemson. You'll take a two-loss conference champion, North Carolina, in there because they got Sam Howell. They're going to have more to pitch. There's going to be no stars. Imagine what the ratings are going to do if Cincinnati gets in there and plays, we'll, we'll just say Alabama, We in, in the first, you know, college football well, playoff. We're, gonna have the, we're not going to have extending the playoff argument tonight. No, 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 no. I'm talking about extended. in the first. I'm just saying, like, you let Cincinnati in. They're all about yeah. ratings. It's only four teams. This does yeah. have some ratings yeah. to do with it, too. There's no yeah. pitch for Cincinnati to make, you know, outside of us being college football fans, to make the world watch that game. So I see, gotcha. like, zero possibility because if you look, you yeah. would expect them to be four mm-hmm. and they have to play the number one team in the country. Imagine what the ratings of that game would be. There's no yeah. way they're taking that money cut. After coming off a of COVID year, there's zero chance. No, I – I uh yeah, that's that's my take on it. I don't think you know. I and, I and then my main reason is too. This year we have the out of conference schedules back, so these teams get to play across the country and across the board and across the conferences. Um, you know, the losses the losses don't hurt as much. Everybody's got a full schedule. I don't see I don't see any way possible one. Cincinnati would have to be such a juggernaut, and so many things would have to fall in place. Plus, I think that. The conferences are better. I think the you know second best team in the ACC is better. Second best team in the SEC is better. Third best team in the SEC is better. Yep. It's I think it's I think this season's way deeper you know than it is. I just I do not see any scenario to where even an, a really good undefeated non-power five team gets in. Um, be, and plus, 
what they're going to hold over their head that will finally the last nail in the coffin is they're essentially going to be like, no, you're not getting in this year, but we're going to expand the playoffs. So that'll that'll you know what I mean? That'll that'll give them the um, the binky that they need to get through so they can that that's going to be their excuse no matter how good a team is um, like last year. So so we're getting a little long tonight. I'm going to I'm going to skip a couple of these, but we got more shows coming up this summer. Uh, so I'm gonna let you guys choose. Um, we can skip the Pac-12 talk. We can do that for our preseason if you guys are good with that. We're not Pac-12 guys. Um, uh, do you guys want to talk about the second best team in the SEC, or do you want to talk about the Heisman candidates? The Heisman candidates. You guys yeah. want to do Heisman? I'll you go good? Heisman. Yeah. All right, let's go yeah. around. We already, we already. T- and I'm not trying to rush anybody. I just, you know, we got NBA finals coming up, and we, I got like seven more shows like this that we could do. So um, we've talked about Rattler. We talked about How. Those are obvious obvious choices but honestly other than that i mean i think somebody said earlier you know bryce young if he if they're great he's going to be up there but we don't know that right now so we'll we'll go around here and a couple more heisman candidates and we'll see let's start with uh couch coach live on this one you know outside of your boy how who's going to win it obviously who's going to be the runner-ups coach um well i have a a nice interesting mix uh jt daniels uh potentially um also, uh, Spencer Rattler, potentially, and then I have two for the two from Ames, Iowa. Um, I got Bro- um, Brock Purdy, yeah, the quarterback at, at um, Iowa State, and then uh, Reese Hall, the uh, the running back. Um, at Ohio, um, that's how I am. Iowa State. I- so Iowa yeah, State. that's what I got. Yeah. Those two, yes, I got those two. Um, I got those in my in my Heisman uh, roller decks at this point. Yeah, I like that Brock Purdy pick. I, um, he, you know, he's he's not going to have the numbers of Rattler, but just like we talked about, Mo said earlier, he don't have to. Um, right. He's, you know, he's got to he's got to win. He's got to upset somebody. He's got to um, he's got to have that moment. He's got to have the uh, Baker Mayfield moment to whatever it is, like you know, to get to get the country interested in him and see him. So I don't I don't think those are bad picks at all. Uh, Mo Murphy, you got any? Who's your candidates outside of the uh, obvious ones? Well, I just looked at the odds just to just to see. That's fair. I did not know C.J. Stroud actually has higher fa- – he's more of a favorite than Sam Howell or De'Eric King. That mm-hmm. completely throws me off that he's plus 1,300 ahead of Howell, who's like 1, 1,500, and I've seen that De'Eric King is two th- plus 2,000. That's crazy to me because I, w- I wouldn't insane. say that. <laughs> But yeah. that's the that's the brand playing for Ohio State. You expect that the starting quarterback, if they have the success that they've had in the past, you would expect he'd have to be a candidate. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna just you know we give quarterbacks so much credit. You know I like that uh, couch coach went to a running back. So obviously I'm gonna go you know wide receiver at Ohio State, and I will say whoever the better receiver ends up being out of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. And the reason why I say that is because that you know they they've been ranked and the PFF has said they're the best duo in college football as far as wide receivers. Uh, it's very close. Clemson has a nice duo. You know, there's a few schools that do have nice duos, but I think whoever the better wide receiver has an opportunity because I would assume that means all things fall into place. C.J. Stroud is playing great. If he has a chance, I think the best receiver will have a chance. The same way we saw in Alabama last year, I think it could be that kind of possibility. And so I would say whoever the better one is, people are more higher on Garrett Wilson coming into the season than Chris Olave, which is a little crazy to me. But I think they realize like Wilson might be the better guy, but Olave was Justin Fields' guy, so it makes a difference. 
Uh, I think Wilson might be the more talented wide receiver, but when yeah. the quarterback finds his guy, that's who puts up the numbers. So I would say either one of them, whoever the better one is out of them, I'm not putting CJ Stroud in there. I put De'Aaron King nah. and Sam Howell ahead of him. Uh, I just it's tough for me to say a first year starting quarterback. You know, you don't know what he does. Bryce Young to me isn't isn't uh, up there at all. But to give credit to the defense, I, I can't. I don't remember his name, but it's a defensive tackle out of Oregon. Ooh. I think he. I forget his name. He's supposed to be the best defensive tackle. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan There you go. There you go. He's supposed to be the best defensive player coming out of this draft or coming into next year's draft. We've seen Chase Young be a candidate. Uh, we've seen we've seen some defensive players be candidates or right under there. I think if he has a monster year, he has the schedule and he plays a key game early. Let's say this man has three, four sacks against Ohio State. Win or lose, let's say he dominates that Ohio State offensive line. He already is an early oh, favorite. I'm thinking of a There you go, Thibodeau, Thibodeau. There you go, Thibodeau. That's who it is. He's supposed to be the best defensive player. Let's say he has a monster game against Ohio State. Three, four sacks. You know, you know, Ohio State has that respect at the offensive line position. That's week two. So he carries that burden of being the best defensive player and gets put on the map early. Win, lose. A defensive player does not have to win. You know, his team does not have to be undefeated for him to have a chance. Right. We saw that with Chase Young. Um, you know, he didn't. it wasn't about how much you win. It's about physical dominance. I think he has a shot. Just because we're starting lose, to see, by, by the way. yeah, they didn't lose, but it's not about wins or losses. And had he not sat right. out those two games, I think we have a whole different conversation. But I think Thibodeau could be that guy because, bro, he is he is an insane defensive player, and he hits. He has a prime matchup against Ohio State offensive line. If he goes insane in week two, he's going to carry that burden of being a star for the rest of the year. And I think he could dominate the Pac-12's offensive lines also. So he's a guy I would say watch out for. If a defensive player was to win it or even be in the race and show up to that show in New York, that ceremony, I think I think he would be the guy. That's fair. Chris LeBron, any, who's your other candidates? Um, I think if the, if the Rick King is healthy, he's definitely going to be there. You know, the receiving core is definitely better. Mike Harley, like you said, we got Rambo from from uh, from Oklahoma. The tight ends, Will Mallory, you know, um, he's 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 uh, he's a really good weapon. You know, the run game's going to be better offensive. Like I said, offensive line's going to be better. I think he could definitely, you know, uh, be in that top five. I mean, he was he was a top five candidate before, you know, last year, you know, um, especially early on. But. Him, I mean, like I said, JT Daniels. I mean, there's a few guys. You yeah. know, it's going to be a quarterback. I mean, yeah. <laughs> most likely, right? It's quarterback heavy this year. Yeah. You know, the, the kid from USC, too, that's getting some buzz. Yeah. Uh, yes, he is. He's, he's been getting some buzz. You know, uh, I've been hearing yeah. about him. Um, USC might be, they might do something this year. Um, they might do something. They might get back. I think this, and uh, this, uh, this name image like this is going to help them a lot being in California too. So I know Mark I know. about that too. And yeah, both like, those subjects will be on another show. We couldn't yeah. get to them tonight, but we will talk about yeah, both yeah. those. I, and I like, I like where you're going with both and I'm glad. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. That. And, but that would be huge for them. But yeah, there's a few guys. I mean, like I said, this, this Heisman race, you know, we're, we're going to see guys come out of nowhere that we didn't think we're not even thinking about right now. Right. Like, in the race. So, 
that I think that's the fun thing about doing these Heisman things. Like we all thinking about the favorites, but there's always those one or two guys that come out of nowhere. And, and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So that's what's, like Joe Burrow just, came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, Joe yeah. Burrow, the year before at LSU, was pedestrian at best, right? Fifth round draft pick. Quarterback, yeah, yeah. you know? And boom, he gets, you know, they get uh, – who's the coordinator that's now with Carolina, right? They get him there, Joe Brady. They get Joe Brady, Brady. Yeah, Joe they get Brady. the system going, and boom, he got a bunch of weapons, and boom, he's the uh, number one pick yep. a year later. So there's always that guy that comes out of nowhere and and, uh, and wins it. So, you know, I'm trying to find, figure out who that guy is, but it's going to be fun seeing who that guy is. We'll, 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 know, we'll know pretty soon. JP, who's your other Heisman candidates? Man, I love the Brees Hall pick that um, Coach Kaus yeah. uh, earlier. I love the Kavion pick from Oregon. He's definitely like a Chase Young, like um, you know, defensive player right there for Oregon. It's probably gonna be the other the quarterback because there's so many great quarterbacks right um, in this year's football, uh, college football. You know, with the Howell, Ratliff. I think DJ would be a good uh, Heisman candidate too as well yeah. from Clemson. Um, just depending on you know, just depending on if you know Justin Watt stays healthy with that offense and you know. Know, the defense is not that good. Hopefully, the defense plays a lot better, but I think he'll be a really good candidate. Um, also, love the JT Daniels, you know, from Georgia. Um, I've said that, you know, Bryce is going to be a Heisman candidate in the top five from Alabama. I feel like he can make a little bit of noise this year as well. And plus, having Nick Saban as his coach and then, you know, not having the potential offensive stars like last year, but I think you can never leave Alabama out. In this conversation, I love the USC pick, the Keenan yep. Slovis. Uh, I thought, you know, he's very underrated, under the weight of, but, you know, with the image and likeness, like Chris said, um, that they just allowed this year, I think it's, he's going to get even like a bigger brand. So it's going to be the year of the quarterback um, yep. right here on the Heisman. But like you said, anybody could come out of anywhere. Maybe, maybe Justin Walsh might win Heisman this year. I would love to see a clip of player. Hey, you never know, man. I would think about it. So we went, in, we went in the last year. We went in the last year with five first-round quarterbacks and a wide receiver won it. 165-pound wide receiver won it. So you honestly don't know. So <laughs> yeah. You guys talked really you know, you right. you you right. talk about a lot of great candidates. I'll throw one more in there um, from the Big Ten. Uh, I think Michael Penix Jr. could mm. – uh, like people really loved him last no. year. That offense yeah. is really friendly to a quarterback. He looks the part. He's got the personality. Uh, you know, he's got he's got the big names to play, so he can uh, you know he won't upset anybody. I mean, they're probably going to be a top ten team like going into the season. But you know, th if they can they can knock off those big names, they get that national attention on the big stage, and then everybody's looking at Michael Penix Jr. So I'll throw I'll throw his hat in the ring. Assuming he's healthy, he got hurt early enough last year that he should be good going into the season. And of course, whoever wins that game between Miami and Alabama, that quarterback, I don't care if they go. I don't care what their stats are. <laughs> they they've got their they've got their foot in the race. So um for sure. So so uh yeah, we're gonna we didn't get to every subject on the show, but uh, I think we still had a really good show. I think we covered a lot of the big questions for the summer. Um once again, this is kind of the kickoff. So we got I'm gonna try and do something every week and get people on and discuss everything. I want to have this Pac 12 discussion really bad. Um, I want to I want to talk more. I mean, honestly, I want to talk more about Iowa State. So that's going to be probably on more of the preseason rankings. Hey, this was a lot of fun, guys. Um, appreciate you coming on. Like I said, and kind of just um, priming the pump for college football season. This is great um, in the middle of an awesome NBA final. So uh, Chris LeBron, uh, Justin Payton, JP, uh, Couch Coach Live. 
Mo from Up in Flames. Um, everybody go check us out at the Off the Ball Network, you know, .com. Go to our Facebook page, you know, like it, share it. Go to our Twitter. You can find all of our work on there. These guys, it, it's crazy, you know, everything that we're putting out right now. It's just constant content. I can't believe I got a night free, you know, on the network that I didn't have to compete with one of my own guys and to, to, and to get everybody on here. You know, it is pretty cool. So once again, everybody go uh, click, like, subscribe to all these gentlemen, everybody in the network, you know, interact with us, you know, get a hold of us. Uh, we got we got so much stuff coming out this summer. So many good ideas in the think tank that that nobody can see or hear about until they come out. Um, really, really big things are going. So I want to thank all you guys for being on. Uh, I appreciate it. And um, I can't wait for the rest of the summer and everybody uh, be kind to each other and, um, you know, and, and enjoy your summer break and, you know, have, have a good time and uh, football's right around the corner. See you gentlemen. Yeah.